Trigger warning. On this week's episode of the Mocha Minutes podcast, sexual assault, sexual violence, drug addiction, and trauma from drug addiction will be discussed on this week's episode. Listener discretion is advised. I'm Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. You can find the Mocha Minutes podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Find us on any of those platforms or wherever else you catch a podcast. Also still soliciting for ratings and reviews. If you would be so inclined, please leave us some five stars. Leave us some reviews. Would greatly appreciate it. Also, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mocha Minutes on all three of those platforms. If you want to shoot me an email, give me some feedback. Other than on those three places, you can email me at mochaminutes at gmail.com. Minutes podcast. I am Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. If you guys joined me on the colorism series, if you heard me last week with my good, good girlfriend, Cookie from the Holly and Inappropriate podcast, you know what this month's theme is going to be. We're going back to themes on Mocha Minutes. And in April, it feels like it's like an in the middle of months. You know, February is Black History Month. March is Women's History Month. Uh, May, you have Mother's Day. June is Pride Month, Father's Day, and also Black Music Month. I'm thinking of things to do, but I definitely know I'm going to definitely have some dads on. Um, May, everybody's favorite mama, my mama, (laughs) is coming back for Mother's Day, but I also want to have some moms. Um, But for April, I was trying to figure out what to do. And so if you listen to the Know That Pod, you know Quinn. And when I was recapping The Bachelor with them, he said, this is Stephanie and she's a whole fool. And I said, first of all, I am a fool and a half. But that is honestly the best idea for a theme for April. So this, instead of April Fool's Day, we're having whole full month on Mocha Minutes. And I'm so excited to start it off with somebody who literally I enjoy so much. Not only... look I had to bully and I don't use that term I use the term very lightly Obi (laughs) from my black individual because if it it was me and Taria going if you don't start this podcast until he's finally starting his podcast and it is awesome if you're not subscribed it's the odd black individual you need to subscribe to that so this other person 
we didn't have to bully him. He's like, I've just been working on it. Guys, behind the scenes. So I have Samaj, host of the new podcast coming soon, Me, colon, I Am. Samaj, how are you? Hello, Stephanie. <laughs> Hi. I am so excited to be that. here. You have no I'm idea. I'm getting good at intros, wow. man. They're like, wow, Stephanie, I wow. I did all of this? I'm like, did that. Yeah. You're like, did. oh, well, shit, I didn't know I did all this. Yes, you did, girl. Like, give me all the deets because I will talk about it. So welcome to <laughs> Podcast Land. It is a very fun plant. There's a lot of hills and valleys. There's peaks and we have a ghetto. We sure do. Um, don't go to the ghetto. Go, don't go to the trail park, <laughs> the favelas, the, you know, the ghetto, the um, sundown towns. Don't go to any part of that podcast land, okay? Wherever, wherever, wherever Siri stops working is when, is when I turn oh, around. Oh, absolutely. And it definitely um, stops working in she the trailer sure park. does. But you know what? I'm happy to be here. And it's funny you say that. The peaks, the valleys, the highs, and the lows. Mm-hmm. Why have I been crying through this? <laughs> there have been a lot of tears already. I'm not even done. It's not oh even out. Oh, my gosh. Why have this... I already been crying through this podcast? Oh, my gosh. So you are doing a cereal podcast. I don't do cereal. It's like, y'all get this all day. But for the folks that do <laughs> seasons, I'm like, you know what? Y'all are doing it. It's like, thank you. I feel like this is amazing. So you are doing a cereal. You are about to launch first season. So as Rashani would say from the single simulcast, the floor is yours. Tell them about me, colon, I am. Colon is not the word, y'all. It's just, I'm letting y'all know it's colon. Because I like grammar. Is educated, okay? She's explaining this to you. <laughs> so thank you, Stephanie. So for me, I am podcast is really going to take you all across America, from the north to the south to the west, and maybe even abroad. And we're going to stop had some stops along the way where we talk to all my friends, all my faves, people I know, people I don't know, mm-hmm. and we're going to give you conversation, just good conversation on life, love, music, business, maybe a little race, a little education, and then just stuff that I Ooh. love. So I hope you will all get a better feeling of me through this show. And I know you're going to love it. You're going to love me. You're going to love my guests. We're going to have so much fun. So yeah, look out for that. It's coming sooner than you think. Maybe say a month, maybe spring, summer, Ooh. September. N- not It's not spring, summer joggers are it spring, fall, summer, fall. <laughs> You know what? Basically, whatever last race said, I was like, girl, they are just jogging pants. But you also are charging $75 for a t shirt. And I was like, I'm confusion at this point. So, how much is this t shirt? (laughs) Girl, ain't nobody paying for this. So, while that has been alleged, I can promise, unlike the joggers, the show is coming and it's coming sooner than you think. It is. So, you know, you know, we have to know. Okay. We we just, (laughs) you'll be the first to to know. know. You'll be the oh, first to know. So your first season, and you've given me a hint, is going to be talking about, and y'all can see my air quotes, cancel culture. So it's me, I am canceled. And yes. so you're going to have good conversations. You've already given me a preview. We, I don't want to like spoil it. He's doing a trailer. If it's not out yet, it's going to be coming soon. So he can give you a, but yeah, I already saw some of your list and I was like, oh yeah, these are dope people to talk to. Thank so you. I appreciate it. be that. exciting. So I'm glad that, you know, you're bringing your podcast because I know people like say the market is saturated. I'm like, it's not that it's saturated. It's just that there's so many voices that people just don't know about. Exactly. And it's kind of like there's so much nuance that's out there for a lot of things when it's under the umbrella of blackness. So it's like we need more voices because some of the voices we hear is like we hear too many of the 
um, problematic voices. Maybe that's the <laughs> thing I want to do because it's it's a lot of fandoms out there. It's not just blackness. It's kind of right. like fandoms for like certain shows, mm-hmm. certain like MCU, networks, Bravo, networks. Star Wars. And you never know where your voice is. So Whoa. I could be the voice that you're that, that you're looking for. Ex- exactly. And all so, I ask is that you give me a chance. Let me be that voice. Please, please do. Because it's gonna be interesting having these conversations about what we think is canceled, especially because that term was co-opted from queer culture. And it's really not what we think that means. No. It's really is is really personal. It's a really subjective thing. I'm like, I'm not telling y'all not to listen to these people. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, she's canceled. Baby, I'm not doing this for her. And it's like, that's no. it. It's like, I, I'm not doing it. It's tired and it's late and I'm not doing it. See, look, I just threw all that, all that slang in here. And on top of that, that's not even going to be like my whole show. So there are actually, mm. and this will be your, your job as an audience to guess, there will mm. be specific episodes that really go that route while others mm. are just me just having, you know, just some fun conversations because I want to have fun. Because like yeah. you said, the cancel, the cancel's already out there. It's already happened. And I know right. famously, um, I do not think before I speak, I lack common sense. Common sense is not common. So I know I'll probably say some things in this show that would warrant me being canceled. So I've already canceled mm. myself. I canceled myself so you don't have to. So you can just sit there and enjoy my show. He said that, yeah, but you know what? He canceled himself. It's okay. Enjoy the show. Five stars. <laughs> so it's like, it's so, I can't wait to hear it because I think we have this notion like, oh, someone's canceled. I'm like, you know how people get canceled when they don't take accountability for what they have. That's how you get really get canceled because a lot of people have escaped being canceled because they just accept accountability. Like I fucked up and I shouldn't have did this and I am sorry. Not, I'm nothing. sorry if you feel offended. I'm sorry if you were offended. What do you mean if, bitch? No housewives apologies. None. <laughs> None. Hence why Lupita, Lupita Nyong'o did not get canceled. Um, there's a lot of people who haven't got canceled. To essentially, Nick Cannon didn't get canceled because literally he owned up and said, I was dead ass wrong and I should have never said it. And that's and it. That's all it takes. That's and actually like, all we're Nobody for. never gets canceled. Like people are, they are just fine. And pro tip, if you don't mean it, then don't then don't apologize because then because then that's a whole other issue right because quiet is kept and i've maintained this is my one of my many soapboxes i get on when it comes to mr kevin hart i have enjoyed him his some of his old stand-ups are wonderful and so when it came to the apology i said now they just asked him to apologize they didn't ask you to mean it how many oh like insincere <laughs> blanket apologies have we gotten from white people who offend insert every race here and they just it like it goes away because you know why they're only just say that you're sorry i am sorry they didn't ask you to mean it they just said do it they're like he said he was sorry okay keep the party going turn dj turn that up all right we that's, back in business that's it that's and it was just like I, i'm sorry i get it and it was just like I'm like, I would love for you to give a sincere apology because you were dead ass wrong for years. Right. However, comma, <clears throat> they didn't ask that of you. They didn't ask for sincerity. They just say you should apologize. And instead, you put your head up in your ass and said, I'm Stop not apologizing assuming. for nothing. Get and out of your like, own I'm way. I'm going to quit. Listen then, to the instructions that are given to you. Right. And I'm sitting here like, baby, you could pay me to tell you what to say. I will write you an apology. Hire your local I, black creative. I'm just saying. And it's, it's going to be a high cost because y'all be fucking up and don't know what to say. They sure don't. But it also, it's like everybody does. It's like people make mistakes. There's no perfect way. You can't move perfectly because one, 
It's like walking through eggshells, like walking through a field of eggs. You're going to step in one of them and crack something, no Mm -hmm. matter which way you go. So it's kind of like just about just own up to like, hey, I fucked up and then made a mistake. That's it. It's like, I mean, they don't have to accept it. They don't don't have to receive it. But as long as you apologize, then it is what it is. Right. Because one, apologies are for yourself, not necessarily the person, because. That's another episode. That's another episode. <laughs> that's another we, episode. We, we can we can have a conversation <laughs> series about forgiveness, but Lord have mercy, that's way too much, and that's not, not today. today. Today's our time no, to be a fool. It's time to be fools, and we're gonna talk about some fun stuff. So let's get back to some let's get back to some segments. We're gonna give people their roses because one, we're not doing it when people pass away. We're doing it no. today. We're doing it while they're still with us. Who would you like to give your roses to? Sure. So in trends of my show and keeping with my show, mm-hmm. I've got the team. I, I want to give my roses to the team. So Spencer, my producer, Casey, oh. my producer, my friend, Julia, who was organizing some things and the secret hidden star of a show. So spoiler alert, there will be a drinking and there will be a me. I am podcast drinking game. Oh. So I like to give my roses to really the crux of that drinking game. Oh. Our friend, your friend, my friend, Mr. Ryan Bailey. So drink game alert. Every time I mention Ryan Bailey, take a sip. I'm sorry if you end up in, in your local ER or your hospital with alcohol you poisoning. If y'all don't drink Powerade Zero like I'm going to when I watch, and like, you already let me know. Let me not drink because Lord, no. And to all of you, so you, Taria, Mani, Jazz, Ryan, Obi, mm. everyone who said Samaj, start that podcast, give my roses to you because without that encouragement, without that push, I probably wouldn't have done it. So that's when I'm giving my roses. My friends, which is who the show's about as well. So all my friends, all the, I, um, I, you see guys, I'm getting choked up because I really do love all of my friends, old and new. My friends are the most important thing to me ever. So, so to all of you, to you and you and you and you. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, so much. Oh, I got roses. It's been a while. I'm kidding. (laughs) Well, we got to change that. (laughs) Give Stephanie her roses. (laughs) Five stars, subscribe, <laughs> download. Please hit that five star, honey. Cash up in the bio. Let's I'm go. Just saying. So when I want to give my roses to, um, it's I, I think I've been social distancing by myself. So there are good days and there are bad days. Um, and there's a part of you when you're doing it by yourself because you don't have a mate and or children. I don't even have a dog and I've seriously been thinking about getting one. Um, cat. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. I, I, I could work up to this. Like, I think kittens are cute, but I'm like, they might scrap my, scratch my eyes out. And I watched that Stephen King movie, Cat's Eye, way too many times. Oh. Like, the, the cat, like, it's really an evil little leprechaun. But the cat is going to steal my breath and suffocate me in my sleep. I'm sorry. Irrational fear. about snakes. Irrational. Really? Yeah. And, you know what? My, my number one irrational fear is that one day when I'm putting on lotion, I'm going to give myself a hairline fracture because I'm going to rub the hair on my leg the wrong way and it's going to give me an internal structure. So I know all about irrational fears. Irrational fear number two, I wanted to be a chef my whole life, but I was mm-hmm. always going to chop my fingers off. So that stopped me. That one fear, something that you know rarely happens, that stopped my entire chef career. And it's sad because I make the best big ZD. But that's another tale oh, for another oh, time. Oh, wait, hold on. Note to self, baked cd from samaj okay so i would like to give my roses to my mother um because i think when you're by when you're quarantining by yourself you feel like no one would miss you those are just some irrational thoughts you have um 
and they said she said i i miss you and i'm like wow someone actually misses me and i know it seems silly to say it's your mom i'm like everybody's mom isn't like that everybody's parent isn't like that and if they are they may not say it so i just want to give it to my mom because it's like sometimes you just go no one would miss me if i'm not here and my mother is like, no, I miss you. I miss seeing you. I miss seeing you all the time. She's like, I haven't seen you in so long. Mind you, all of us have gotten our vaccinations and we're fully vaccinated. But however, however, comma, that's not the point. It's still like, it's like you got the vaccination. It's like, but we don't have herd immunity from COVID. So there's that. So it's kind of it's like, you still got to be a little bit safe and you have to be more, still have to be careful. So that's it. My, my roses are going to my mother and that's that and i'm trying yes. not to cry so i we love not. your mom yes we love her she was always like did they like me i'm like they we love hilarious. her <laughs> we love it's you like, mom. And I, let me tell you something everybody who sent me a message i sent a screenshot to her she's like oh my god they said that i'm like yes lady they like you <laughs> they like me they're like your mama's a fool i'm like ain't she though hilarious ain't she though she a whole mess i love it so much i love when she's here <laughs> like she is hilarious so, all right, next segment, and we're bringing it back as, you know, Black. my my boy being back. So, am I the asshole? Child, there's so many of these, but I wanted to pick this one because, well, I'm not surprised by any of this, and I have stories about this. Okay, am I the asshole for not grabbing something off a tall shelf for a short girl at the grocery store because I don't work there? I was doing my grocery shopping at Walmart. And if you've ever been there, LOL, you'll know the shelves are pretty high. I'm 6'4", so it's not an issue for me. This short girl got my attention and asked if I could grab her something off the tall shelf. Honestly, I think if she just stood on her tippy toes or jumped a few times and knocked it down for stick or something, she could have done it herself. I just said, no, thanks. She looked surprised and said, okay, and looked at the thing and then looked around. Some other guy in the aisle was looking at me with this WTF look on his face and came over and got it for her. She thanked him and then walked like three feet to grab something else. The guy was like, dude, don't be a jerk. She obviously couldn't reach it. I said, not my problem. I don't work here. He was like, it costs nothing to be nice. I said, it costs nothing. It costs $20 to get a stepladder. Maybe she should invest in that instead of bothering people who don't work here. She looked at me and then said, wow, okay. And the guy was like, holy shit, you're an asshole. I left because whatever. I'm tired of being expected to do shit just because I'm tall. Am I the asshole for not going out of my way to work for some girl at a grocery store when I don't work at the store? Mm. So I can already picture this person. Uh, yes. <laughs> and do tell. Yeah, it's definitely. Do tell. I, I just imagine some tall, lanky white guy. I'm sorry. I really do. And like, he could be a tall, lanky black guy, but the fact that this is wild, this is wild to me. So I will be quite honest. I am 5'8". I have been asked to get stuff off of shelves <laughs> and I don't think anything of it. I'm like, sure. And I think it was like around the pandemic, we know everything was short on supplies. Mm -hmm. So I finally found a place that had like all purpose, like Clorox cleaner and right. wipes. So I had grabbed them and I had grabbed, it was a, the spray. And it's like, they were all the way in the back. And so I like jumped up to move it to the front. And someone was like, oh, did you need that? I'm like, no, I'm just pulling to the front so that if somebody comes after me, they can get it. She's like, oh my God, that is so nice. And she, but she was genuinely surprised. I was like, mm. people have asked me to get stuff and I'm not even that tall. <laughs> so it was kind of like, it's so weird to go. I don't work here. I'm like, so... 
that's unnecessary. It's, I don't work here. I don't agree with. But to answer your to question, you asking something. I'm like, what is what? So she should go find somebody who works here. Excuse me, this this asshole and this. I don't want help. Can you help me get this down? They'd be like, okay, right. But what do you think? So I said no. They are not the asshole. Normalize saying no, because damn it, no means no. Can okay. I do it? Sure. Do I want to? Maybe okay. I don't. And you know what? If you were raised like me you were raised to think 20 steps ahead. And sometimes that subject too, that 20 steps ahead can be, you know, you're reaching up and over and like, you know, as you're reaching, your shirt's lifting up, your midget's exposed. Now they're looking at you. Now they're looking at my left cheek. Or, you know, they take out the picture in their front, like, oh, look <laughs> look at this fat ass really, over here. Pick, See, pick why are you doing this? Why are you or, doing this? <laughs> or, you know what, if we're standing he's... next to each other and now I'm reaching up, she's like, he's attacking me, he's attacking me. So, no, you know what, I'm so sorry, Dimash. but... I really Stop hope someone else can my help listeners, you. please. I really hope someone else can find you <laughs> no. and help you with your problem. Why are I you wish you the best. My listeners? I will pray for you, but said, don't normalize. Make no, no means I, I don't have to. I'm sorry, I don't have to. I could, but Samaj, I'm a I'm gonna tell Tariya on you. I'm gonna tell you cutting up on this show. <laughs> you wanted me to be a fool, right? So <laughs> you see, here you go. See y'all. I I did say whole fool. So you know he's being a fool about this, but whole literally it, whole foods, whole food and whole foods. Because I'm like, child, it's like that you. See, this is why we still in the goddamn pandemic. Can I just say that when literally someone was like, "Oh my god, I don't work here. No, I don't have to help you." I'm like, see, this is why we I wouldn't still, say that. I, see, I this is why we that. in a pop lock and drop it because people are like, "Why I gotta wear a mask?" Hello, we had anti mask protests, and I'm like, I sure did you. Oh <laughs> y'all spend so much energy to say not wear a mask where it takes less energy to just put the fucking mask on you know or what? stay it, home it sure does <laughs> why are you putting on a mask it sure does people it takes nothing to put this piece of cloth on your face oh my god i hate him so much see y'all see this is what the hell we in for today Okay, he's a fool. We go. We don't talk some funny stuff, but you know some of it is serious. But we 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 gonna bring the jokes. So let's start low key. <laughs> um, this far and away is literally your good. How friend. is this the beginning of April? And I'm like, God damn it! Why are we still talking about Remy? Why are we your still talking friend. about him? And the fact that as much as he gets dragged for not having a burner or allegedly having one you would think this is not what we're doing. So for many people, they probably heard the story about Kevin Durant versus Michael Rappaport. Apparently some shit was going down in the DMs and mm-hmm. because Michael called Kevin Durant soft, um, that he needs to grow, he, he needs to grow a pair and God knows what else. Cause you know, apparently Michael Rappaport has not gotten a memo that we don't give a fuck what you think, but he's still talking. So, Kevin did not put these um, messages out. Michael Rappaport did on his Instagram. Kevin was like, what the fuck is going on here? And it's like, uh, because I think literally Mm -hmm. Kevin was like, meet me in Temecula. It's like, I... He said Kevin really... (laughs) He was like, Kevin, are you okay? It's like, baby, nobody has to like you. And mind you, just for everybody michael rapaport is a very hard looking 51 kevin durant is 32 so these are still grown-ups acting like yes. children and i'm sitting here like oh my god so the nba fined kevin durant fifty thousand dollars for this um back and forth which is like 
if you ask like oh you gotta pay this and it's five cents so basically because he's a multi multi multi-millionaire y'all right. find him fifty thousand dollars and i'm like is that supposed to dispel him from doing this probably not it's like i mean uh, it's like i, don't I want know to see to say. what's written that 50, that is the 000? actual penalty it's just like because even with like the NBA, not NBA, the NFL, they're like certain penalties are small, but after a while they can add up. Like you do right. bad calls, you get um, PIs, like stuff with your helmet. Abused like the spouse. you get spot. Yeah. Yeah, they don't even get that. It's like, mind you, that's a case by case. It's like automatically two games. I'm like, so that mm. has nothing to do with the law. Hence why none of these sports, these sports folks are not the Justice League. So I don't no. know why we're like, we can't look to justice from the NBA or the NFL or the MLB. I'm like, they're just their employers. That's not how that works. So now, mind you, Michael Rappaport put these out and he's he now regrets it because he called Kevin Durant sensitive from a December interview of Charles Barkley. And I went, this involves Charles Barkley too. Okay. So we're already at the circus. We're it's already like, there. I'm like, I could like, man, I implore y'all to Google why the fuck Kev, like Charles Barkley cannot step his milk dud ass in Baltimore. They're like, if you don't get your ass out of here, girl, already get out of here. The circus. Child, we're already there. I said, huh. so according the to Ringling Michael Brothers. Rappaport, he has apologized, quote unquote. To, so, to social media this whole thing got way 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 more attention than i thought it would said rapaport who shared the messages to his 2.2 million followers what do you mean how was that not going to get attention it needs someone to fact check that 2.2 million and, mm. and it's probably it's it's on instagram it's his ig followers i mean it only takes a couple minutes but that's not the point sir no, you no, have no, at no. least a million people who follow you meaning that the people who follow you can put it out also um different news sites blogs everybody instagram pages they're going to put it out so it's like why are you acting like it was it's like it got so much it got so much and i'm like because maybe his posts don't because... usually don't, don't track and you know and it is 2.2 million and god wow. that's a hard thir- that's a hard 51 god damn it that's a hard 51 so he goes on to say is the funny thing is he actually had reached out to me about doing something that i call on social media the shame game putting people who talk shit on social media on blast. That was exactly the way we met. It's not the first time I posted people's direct messages. It's funny when people are saying anti-Semitic things about me, saying racist things about me. Okay, nope. Um, Threatening me and they they are Joe Schmoes. Everybody loves it. But when it was Durant, people have 400 opinions. I'm a rat. Fuck all that rat shit. See, this is why he's not sorry. See, the thing about it is, is like, it looks, see, even if Kevin Durant was Kevin Johnson from, from Bethesda, Maryland, you'd still be a baby back bitch, okay? Like, <laughs> first of all, Michael Rapper, who the fuck cares about your opinion? You need to, like, mind the business that pays you. You have a podcast. Apparently, you're still acting. And, and whatever show he's on, is it's a really good show. I'm like, I wouldn't know because I refuse. Because Michael Rapper would get on my goddamn nerves. And I'm like, y'all give Remy too many cookout passes. 
This is what happens. Because y'all let him come to the fucking cook cookout, he think he said what the fuck he wants to. Um <clears throat> no didn't get it. Not. Didn't Kenya tell you last year? Child, I lived for that. And it was and it was happening at a time where I was not like team twirl. I was not even visiting team twirl. Mm -mm. So I was like, oh, I oh, I love this even more now. Cause she was just like, who are you and why are you talking to me? It's like, Remy, if you don't leave us alone, boy, 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 boy. It's like uh, um Kevin Durant <laughs> looks like he would fuck him up. And it's like, but Kevin I mean you he alluded to that. So he really did. He said, catch, catch me outside. How about that? It's like, uh, Kevin Durant, you are a millionaire, and Michael Rappaport really isn't worth it. He's like, there's a lot of people was like, this is not even worth it. And the bad part about it is anybody who's friends with him or knows him, like, yeah, so you might want not want to DM him because well look at this it's like look. he puts he puts your shit out it's just like i think who was it christian gray snow had yeah. dm'd with jen and he mm -hmm. put it right on his social media and i'm like so i'm no lawyer but ma'am so now that they've added like facebook and instagram to be admissible in court i think you right. should shut up now it's not the time for you to be just saying whatever because it didn't used say. to be that way it's like now it's like that shit is admissible in court. Well, you know what? If you bad, you bad. So on this, mm -hmm. initially I was gonna mind my whole entire business, go all the way in and mind my business. Nope. But however, how air. Um, when I read the line saying that we have said crazier things to each other, I knew I was truly in the circus. What, mm -hmm. were, what are you doing? What were you doing? You were doing you were talking crazier. Let's see those messages. Mm -hmm. That was when Not I knew. Very interesting. That was when I knew. I that was when I knew I could, I could walk away from this peacefully with my hands clean because it, it turns out y'all have been biting each other back and forth, two clowns in the circus trying to outclown each other for years. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Let me walk away. Yeah. Let me walk away now because this is already really messy. Wild when um, Trump had called the NFL SOBs and he came and Rappaport came from you know the stoop to come and tell us, man, fuck Trump and how dare you tell people what to do and this, that, and they're calling people assholes. And I'm like, but weren't you the one who said that Colin was wrong for his protest and he'd stand up the fuck up for the flag? Because people were giving Rappaport kudos. And I'm like, so you know, he was on the team of Kaepernick better not kneel and he should stand the fuck up. So mm -hmm. I'm not giving him any cookies. I'm not giving no. him not even half a Vienna finger for this fuck shit. <laughs> not a Vienna finger. I'm like, I, I can't. I'm like, I'm sorry. Did y'all miss that? Because I didn't. Because that's what happens when you like let problematic white people slide up in your cookout. And, and y'all like, well, issue. I'm gonna let them come there, but we're gonna give them the plate where the greens is touching and mm -hmm. got you soggy cornbread. No, bitch, don't even pack him a dope to go play no. stop letting people like this who literally want to be a culture vulture for your culture and will still shit on you and not even have any sort of like nuance or even actually go hey i know that a lot of black i actually have black friends not the i had no black people excuse me everybody save your tupperware people Please save don't. your tupperware don't and even give them give I him really would have unsalted like <laughs> mac and cheese y'all know what the fuck i'm talking about that mac and cheese like it's like missing something Salt. Salt. Um, so, and you know what? I would have been able to like walk away from this and leave it alone. But looking mm -hmm. at it in today's context, mm -hmm. even if you know this is how they talk, even if they do go back and forth, at the end of the day, when you, Michael Rappaport, white Caucasian male, puts 
puts out, you know, a message or a tweet that even alludes to, you know, there's an issue with the black person, or let's say, let's see forever. Let's say, you know, you think you want to squad up, man up, and you do end up going to meet him on the corner of West 17th, but you get scared and call the cops. All you have to do is say, I feel threatened. What are the cops going to do? They're going to take Kevin Durant down. And Correct. he just might be a hashtag. Please don't like day. arrange the thing because like all of a sudden, like they were like, look, we were in danger for our lives because it's Kevin Durant. I'm like, mm-hmm. so literally what? like I, I would have been able to like really walk away from all the government. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, all right. So like, if you said you want nothing to do with this, then mm-hmm. you should have just, you know, like deleted the messages or like blocked them or whatever. And then like stop communication, like this back and forth that you were engaging in. And he's like, Oh, he's like, you know, my messages said this is the effect. I'm like, no, where, where, where are your messages? Cause the fact that you want to show Kevin's message, is not yours. You're like, I cropped that my own. I deleted my own. I'm like, well, again, more clownery. So both of them are clowns, two clowns who look like they deserve each other. But at the end of the day, Michael, like you need to like really just, Think a little more carefully when it comes to when you or pick and choose to when you up. want to release. <laughs> it's you like know? we don't need your opinion on every fucking thing. It costs zero dollars. It's like I don't even give my opinion on everything. Up. They're like, what do you think? I don't think anything. Don't need to. I think I'm going to go watch another episode of He Man. That's what I think. I'm like, I'm minding the business that pays me, and this don't pay me. So I'm not gonna like it's okay to not share your opinion. I'm like, I think everybody has opinion about everything, but you don't have to share your opinion on everything. Speaking of someone who really should have not, so... Sat there and ate their food, yes. (laughs) No, see, here's the thing. You would not catch our Alabaster Queen, Dolly Parton, doing this foolishness. No, ma'am. So I was a little disappointed. Um, Not because... She just shares not a bad person, and she no. sometimes she gets it because when it, it was this uptick of um young black girls being physically assaulted in school, she was one of the first person said, "What the fuck?" She was a little mm-hmm. girl. How dare you slam her on the ground like this? So yep. it's like okay, so Cher has to walk something back. <clears throat> so she had to issue an apology because she put out a tweet saying um maybe if i had been there i could have stopped what happened to george floyd and i literally don't understand why she thought i share could have stopped this i feel like the person that could have stopped this is dolly parton i'm kidding no she can't stop it either (laughs) <laughs> it, it was just very much like if I had been there, I could anybody stopped it. And I was like, so this is what she <laughs> and the thing about it is if you follow Cher on Twitter, her it's full of emojis, capital letters. It's kind of like incomplete you go, sentences, it's like, running thoughts. Is she tweeting from her bathtub? I feel like that's what we're getting here. But what she tweeted was, I keep thinking dot 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 ellipses. Not ellipses. <laughs> Because oh, ellipses okay. is three dots. Mm. Baby, that's like six dots. Look at me learning Ellipses, today. ellipses. Love that for me. <laughs> so I got to say ellipses, ellipses. I keep thinking ellipses, ellipses. Mayfair, I, if I had been there, ellipses dot, I could have helped. If only, if only, if only the woodpecker sings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so on last Saturday, Cher said... She, um, she spoke to a friend over the phone. Karen. I have a feeling. Her friend Karen. <laughs> no, that, that's what it says. Spoke to my friend Karen. I was like, 
who is this of all people with Karen? That's hilarious. Um, who helped her realize you can piss people off and hurt them by not knowing everything that's not appropriate to say. I, I know people apologize when they're in a jam, but to God, I'm truly sorry if I upset, I should say if, if I upset anyone in the black community, <laughs> I know my heart. Um, so these were her series of tweets. Lord have mercy. Yes. I, I'm telling y'all, it's in her own words. I mean, it's in her not own as way. bad as Cam Newton's. With you know, it's not as bad as Dark Wing Ding Duck. Because I'm like, <laughs> Cam Newton, what the fuck are you saying? I was like, What is he saying? What is he saying? I don't know what I'm saying. Um, so this was Cher. Feel so unbelievably sad for the brave people who stood their ground to bear witness and chronicle the murder of George Floyd for all the world to see. These were Americans who didn't slash couldn't walk away from a fellow human being having his last breath crushed out of his body. She used a black hand emoji and a white hand emoji. Mm-hmm. Those are choices. Choices. We we're we're um leaving. We just, we're, we we're, we're just we gonna yeah, we're gonna gloss over this. Wrestled with this twit maybe tweet it's twt so i'm assuming it's tweet tweet because i thought some people wouldn't understand or believe an entertainer could have honest emotions about a human being suffering and dying even if it's only shown on tv you don't know what i you don't know what i've done who i am or what i believe i can i have and will help okay then after she talked to karen i just got off phone i just got off phone (laughs) This is who she is, baby. I love Cher Tweedy. You it's know like, there's no ghostwriter. It's ghost so writer, chaotic right? energy. It's so... There's no ghostwriter in the in It's the like Leah only wishes. Die mad, Leah. You cannot tweet chaotically <laughs> as Cher. I just got off phone with friend Karen. <laughs> with friend Karen. Told Hi, her what happened and realized you can piss people off and hurt them by not knowing everything. That's not appropriate to say i know people apologize when they're in a jam but to god i'm truly sorry if i upset anyone in black community i i know my heart so some people mm-hmm. i don't know who the fuck these people are like I swear, they matter. find the most obscure tweets and responses he'd be like what anyway kevin from ohio it was just, just like he was from Tallahassee. it's like these these tweets are like, it'll be like three likes and one retweet and you're like this is not a viral tweet i don't understand but anyway mark from idaho right i'm like huh share i love you but i it wasn't just some people who didn't understand it was thousands of people who saw something wrong with what you said no one is arguing the intention wasn't good but maybe you should try to see why it was problematic even if your heart was in the right place uh after her apology many showed their support for the mermaids actress with one tweeting Speaking from experience, so many of us don't realize how much we've been numb to because of our privilege in various forms. But a lot of us are learning and trying. It's a process and a necessary one, the user added. Okay, so Mm -hmm. this is what I'm hearing and y'all not gonna like me for saying this. So it sounds like a lot of white people virtue signaling, not necessarily black people. But it could have been black people too, I think. It's because one, it's like you go, and what would you have done, Cher? I want to know right. what were you going to do, but I feel like now that so I have been watching. Have you been watching the um coverage of the case? Have you been watching the um the daily um court hearings for the court George Floyd case? For George Floyd, yeah. Um, I've been reading, not watching. So my mother told me something interesting because I'm like I can't 
I'm not in the too much trauma, space yeah. to do this because I still trauma. to this day have never watched the full video. It was like I still Same. haven't, and Same. I don't think I ever will. So of course it was reported that it was eight minutes and forty five seconds. So they cleared that up in court. It is actually nine minutes and thirty six seconds. So it's actually mm-hmm. longer. And I was like, because they were saying seven for a while. They were saying six. They were yeah, saying, and they're like, it's actually nine eight. minutes. I was like, wait, what? They're like, yeah, let's be accurate because that should make it even better. And the fact that they've had four cops to testify against him, one of them being his supervisor, is like, oh, so it's like I I have a glimmer of hope that he's not going to get acquitted on this because it speaks volumes volumes that all of these cops are speaking out against him. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is wild to me. And I'm just like, wow. Because the girl who took the video, I think she's um, testified... His girlfriend has testified. So it's like, it's been a lot of people. It's just like, like, yeah, they're not playing. They're like, yeah, we can't go down. You're not taking us down with you. Everybody saw this. <laughs> it's literally like nine minutes now, nine minutes and 36 seconds. So I'm sorry, honey, that you're going to have to eat this. Everybody saw this. You're going to have to eat this, boo. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm I mean, it's, it's deserved for sure. I mean, this is truly like Valise, truly Valise. But to answer your question on the share of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know how you said the word if, you know, that mm-hmm. keyword if. I got to say for me personally, I don't think she was out here to, you know, cause the harm. And I understand intent versus impact. But just for mm-hmm. me, just reading it, knowing share, having, yeah. having someone followed her, you know, my grandma, she, my, my grandma like raised me on share, you know, I, I, I was seeing a belief yeah. fresh out the womb and I followed that career. I, I've, I've seen her publicly personally. So I, I really do believe that the intention was not to hurt her. Yeah. But if anything, she was just speaking from the place yeah. of a mother. Cause she's a mother. Like, you know, oh, you know, had I been there, maybe I've been there. Or maybe she says it from the point of like, you know, I'm a white lady and, and you know, the kids are saying, you know, if the white people are telling you to stop, maybe, you know, it stops. So I, so I really do think it was all good intention. However, like you said, the impact, intent versus impact, it didn't land that way. But for me personally, I'm like, share. Yeah, because when she said if, it made me think that people who were reaching out to her mm-hmm. weren't necessarily Black. No, they could have been, but it's kind of like I don't know if friend Karen is a black Karen, but that's one name that's like, Universal. like Stephanie, it could be a black Karen, like Cheryl or Jackie. Mm-hmm. Okay, Jackie, I'm sorry. Okay, Jackie, I'm sorry, Dolores Dol- or Dolores, <laughs> mm-hmm. Dolores with an E, but not a not two O's, black Dolores, Dolores, yeah, yep. yeah. So that I mean, it is what it is. Cool, I don't know if friend Karen is actually a black lady named Karen it could be a white lady it doesn't even matter at this point because I think a lot of times is that from what I've understood some people who they have non-white friends if they're white they have non-white friends they're like they'll value their friends opinions because they're quote-unquote talking to them nice and I'm like that's because they care about you Mm -hmm. but also if they know if you just are very direct because sometimes when you're just direct with people they think you're being nasty and it's like I'm being just direct with you and not sugarcoating, like, okay. we're not mincing, not we're not parsing our words. No, correct. Like, this is so, what it is. It is what it is. I'm like, and that's okay. okay too. Like, you don't have to get everything nicely wrapped for you. Like, sometimes right. you need to just hear what the facts are, just and to just plain, straight, and true. That's it. And that's okay. Because guess what? You can still move on. You can still apologize if need be. You can still just say, okay, I hear you and move on. Like, it, like you know, the act of calling attention to addressing mm-hmm. people need to realize 
it really is nine out of ten just that people aren't really looking for much else outside of you just hearing mm-hmm. what is being said which is why listening and learning as much as you all like to use and throw it around that's actually all we need you to do is listen like, i'm you know listening what? and i'm learning you. it's like are you though no you are listening to respond to what i'm trying to say and get yourself just out of this you're conversation and, listen here giggly squad just because you saying you listening and learning don't mean jack shit to me because if you had been listening you would have known why what the fuck you just said is problem so don't say i just started listening bitch fuck you you have Sorry. not listened that is or not giggly squad is not <laughs> on my, my list okay they're not on my list they're not on docket today so <laughs> A versus that was not, I did not see this versus coming. Mm-mm. And the fact that it was on Easter Sunday is still slaying me. It is Blessed. killing me softly. Holy. I was just like, wow. So last Strumming night, y'all. With his fingers. You are so silly. <laughs> Why are you singing Roberta Flack? You're a mess. So we had the juggernauts, which are the mighty elements earth wind and fire versus cat daddies aka the isley brothers ronald isley is 79 years old yes ma'am and he has a 14 year old kid and i said he has a what now Mm. it's like i okay but then you see him come up in the chinchilla and you see the salt, the, the salt and pepper beard. He got a whole head of hair. And I'm like, okay, so that makes sense. Moisturized skin. He don't like, man, I mean, the skin routine is flawless. I'm like, see, he don't, how are you 79 years old? And you definitely don't look like a three pump chump. He don't look like one at all. But it's like, it was funny. Everybody's like, who the hell is that guy in the chinchilla? I'm like, that could only be Ronald Isley. That is the only person it could possibly be. So let me tell y'all something. We wanted to, it was also Taria's birthday. Shout yes. out to Happy Wido. birthday, Taria. So we did the watch party. And the thing about it is, in the first time in all of the verses, this verses had a host. And I was confused. And I was like, <laughs> why does this have a host? And then they said who it was. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Because this is really, um, this is Steve Harvey's Jelly and Jam, so I'm not surprised by this. But also, mm-hmm. I'm loving the sponsorship of Ciroc for Versus. Yes. And I'm sitting here like, now, this is the Earth, Wind, and Fire versus Isley Brothers versus where the fuck is the cognac? It's like, what the hell? Where's Crown Royal? You? Bitch. It's Why like, are you here? You are <laughs> what does got to do with you? Rock? Do do the do some of them look like they don't even drink anymore because they're like, look, I I gave up, I gave up the liquor, but they also seem like the dark liquor crowd if they are drinking. So there's that. So (laughs) while you say that, actually, really quickly, Mm -hmm. while I move out of the way, our (gasps) Ciudad tequila. So Ciroc actually does. Why do you have a whole bar right next to you? Carry a very special brandy. So maybe Diddy was pushing out oh, his very special. Brandy that might be that might be one of the ones that's on the table. Because I'm looking at the photo. That might be it. Like you said, that is definitely the brown liquor. Correct. Great. That is, a that is correct. Elite. So maybe that's why Diddy got himself yeah. in the mix. But it's like, I'm sorry, Diddy's pretty smart to like do this. Um, because I heard like I don't know which Ciroc they were talking about. I think were you the one who said the Ciroc? Oh no, it was Kendrick. Kenneth yes, was Kendrick. talking about, I got to ask him which one Kennedy. it is. Yes, yes Kennedy. Kennedy was talking about Ciroc, and I'm like, 
That's my drinking friend. That's my drinking <laughs> friend. Um, it's it's one that I gotta remember which one. Um, oh, he, he says it's really really. Good. It's one of the newer ones. I think you said uh the strawberry lemonade or or strawberry coconut something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like I gotta figure out, but it's like I I don't mind Ciroc. I remember when it first got on the scene and it was like Ciroc and lemonade, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, it actually is really good. It, it was pairs yeah. really well with like a citrusy. So you probably could do a pineapple. You could probably do like lemonade. You could probably do um, orange juice is like for mimosas, y'all. Um, Exclusively. It's pineapple juice. Get with it. Pineapple yeah, juice. Pineapple. It's so amazing. that pineapple juice pairs with a lot of shit. Malibu and pineapple. It's like yes. a diet. Pina colada. Tequila Shout. and pineapple juice. Uh, pineapple and Prosecco if you want to pump that up really quick. So, you know, it's also a good one. And it's just shout out to Soso from um, Bad and Boozy. She's the yes. one who turned me on to, you know, um, the Mucho Mango. Mm-hmm. And you pair it with some mango rum. Oh, my God. It's so fucking good. I was like, shit. I was like, Soso, this is all your fault that I'm drinking this. She's like, it's good, girl. I'm like, it is. Have fun. So, yeah, shout out to Bad and Boozy Podcast. They will give you really good... Um, recommendations for craft beers if you're a craft i'm not a beer person but no. i like listening to them talk about it different wines different liqueurs different drink cocktail recipes so that that's my booze she Keep definitely know and d Keep is your bar busy to, she's trying to be a sommelier okay so me too honestly that honestly that was like a dream of mine for a while but now that i'm not mm. participating in adult beverages i'm gonna have to i might have to put that dream on the back burner. Do it. why not maybe you I get it. Up. You know, there's only we like need more black sommeliers, okay? There's only 200 in the world, like all together. So yeah, we definitely need more black. Yeah, I saw that movie and I was like, wow, this seems. But it's just like I love that it was so real. Like he didn't win, he didn't pass on the first try. I'm like, yeah, thank right. you for being honest, because that don't happen to everybody. So, I mean, if he goes back, yeah, whatever. I mean, that mm-hmm. though. But yeah, the verses <laughs> from last night. It, we were there for like two hours. It was like they took a break after like two hours because they yep. had Steve there. And apparently after the break, somebody talked to Steve and said, shut the fuck up. Because he's like, <laughs> it's like he was acting like this is the Steve Harvey show presents Earth, Wind, and Fire versus the Hasley Brothers. I went, Phyllis, Boy, it was, it was not your day. It's like, baby, this like I think this versus probably will end up like, I think it was like four hours. Title gives the best playlist. All of like Apple mm. Music, Spotify, Title, they all do the playlist. Yeah. But Title seems to be the closest in the order of how they do the verses. I think like everybody does all the songs that are there, but I think right. Title does the best chronological order of the verses. So that's right. that. Um, there, let me just tell you this the playlist has 50 songs and it's three hours long. Wow. I was like, yeah, that tracks because I think we stopped at like 10 something. Yeah. We were doing it. <laughs> Almost 11. That was the break. I was like, what the hell is going on? I'm like, and we started like, at 8. Where the hell did we go? And they started relatively on time. I think they really started like 8.15. Very so early, like, yeah. Very, like, basically on time. I enjoyed it. So I'm sitting here like, wait a minute. We had a good they time in the Lord. People were tweeting like, seriously, throw in a towel. Why is this still going on? It was like, yeah, I don't know why this is still going on. But it was a Phyllis really good experience. Because <laughs> quite frankly, these groups look amazing. Yes. And it's like, when you talk about them, like, I was like, I didn't know that was their song. Because it's like, because I, I think when it comes to a Black household, there's certain staples you were raised on. I was mm-hmm. raised on Earth, Wind & Fire and the Commodores. And mm. Fleetwood Mac's rumors. 
Wow. That is okay. one of the pettiest albums in the world. It is so Truly. fantastic, too. It's like, girl, I love this. They are petty as fuck. I hate your fucking guts. And I'm going to write out I'm gonna write a song about how I hate your fucking guts. I'm like award-winning what? song about it's it. Like petty. It's and like love I love this album, but I was raised on Earth, Wind, and Fire, so for me, it was like, for me, it was like hands down. But because at first I was like, I don't think this is a good matchup, and I'm like listening, like, no, this actually is really this good. tracks. Yeah, it, it tracks because it's like one, they all look amazing. It's like they all can sing, sing. Because up until the pandemic hit. Earth, Wind, and Fire, and I believe the Isle Brothers were still actively touring. On tour, yeah, they were. So it was like, and they look like they, they could still hit them notes. It's like, absolutely. Whew. So I, I was living. We were having a good time. I was sitting here reminiscing, thinking about Saturday morning, washing down steps, listening to um, Way of the World. I said, child, I love Earth, Wind, and Fire. There's like, they're so timeless it's kind of like still mm-hmm. timeless Truly. it's like oh and then you know in the comments of uh lives it's everyone and like, their mother shows up everyone it's like you know it's mother. like but there's always staples you know tamar's gonna be there i think michelle obama was there because she be she be dipping mm. in and dipping out okay. tamar's always there tony's there sometimes michelle obama that um, joe's been to all the verses that joe has been yeah that Right, Fat Joe is back. <laughs> it's like Lord, he be you in know, everything. He's been going live lately. One day I caught him going live with Marlo. <laughs> Apparently, they're friends and they vacation together, according to this live. What? Marlo Damn, Hampton, Marlo, our very own Marlo Hampton. Marlo know a lot of people. That's the mm-hmm. thing that is wild because she and most people are like, oh no, she's fun, she's cool. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. she see, she honestly, Marlo honestly seems like somebody I would want to like on a Saturday summer afternoon be picking crabs with her yes it's like I, I feel like she's just a cool person so this versus i'm like i treasure the playlist i'm like this that is going to be one that playlist is 50 songs on title and it is definitely the clean your whole house playlist okay mm-hmm. so i loved it it's a really good one um and definitely rest in peace to one of the fa- the founding member Maurice White. I was just like yes. somebody is. I was like somebody is missing. I'm like, that's right. <laughs> it's like rest in peace, baby. He's not here. Um, but I, I was just one. It's just a good time, and I Definitely. I absolutely love it. So I'm I'm looking forward to the next one, which I think is 420. That is Red Man and Method Man, if I'm not mistaken. Of course. And then May 4th, which is Mother's Day week. No, it's mother. I don't think it's May fourth. It might be May eighth. Is a Mother's Day weekend. Yeah. May eighth. Yeah. So I think that's Saturday before Mother's Day. We're gonna have SWV versus Escape. So nice. those are coming up, and so I'm very excited. So the thing about this is like the most recent ones. The ones that I like are the ones that get you in the feels. The first one that got me in my feelings was probably the Jill versus Erica because it didn't feel like a versus. It literally feels like two women just like love each other. Babyface yes. versus Teddy Riley for me was just like. So I don't know if this is a match, but I feel like it is a match. It's like, I don't know. It's like Teddy carved out a whole sound. New Jack Swing, New Jack Swing is Teddy Riley. So I get it. But Babyface is the ballad, the balladeer. He writes not only his songs, but he wrote a lot of love songs. Like he wrote damn near all of Waiting to Exhale. My Funny Mm -hmm. Valentine is a remake. This is true. So and he it's did like, a lot of the Mariah too. Yeah, it's kind of like he's and he's, he's working down to everybody. Baby face. Right. 
So that's the thing. It's kind of like he's also some like Teddy and um Baby Fairies both work with Michael Jackson. Yep. Bobby Brown. I True. think they both work with Usher. Facts. Um, I don't think he worked with Beyonce, Teddy Riley. I know Babyface has, but Teddy yes. Riley, but they both have Greatness. powerhouse. They have a lot of powerhouses in their repertoire. So it's like Power Teddy wasn't no slouch, but I was sitting here like, how no, dare ma'am. you not pay remember the time in this versus bitch? Do I was like, remember? Teddy, I was like, you can't have Michael Jackson hits in your repertoire and not play them. Do you remember? But he also the was paying these deep crap. Deep cut black street songs, and I was mm-hmm. like, "See, I know this is like you, you can't play be- before <laughs> I let go," which is damn near one of the best R&B songs ev- ever. Shout out to Dave Hollister. Now I check mean, that. They, <laughs> they came to play. Like, and Dave then we have- Hollister is like, there's something about his voice, and he actually was able to be a little bit of a solo star because it's like. One, Dave Hollister got the voice and he, he emotes. There's some singers that are able to emote and some can't. So that is I enjoyed true. this. I enjoyed this versus. Did you enjoy the versus? Because we were like, Oh, I did. This is what happens. Me and <laughs> Tariq was all up in our aunt auntie bag, like, somebody's what you know about this. You're like, I know who these people are. Shout out to my grandma, my aunt, <laughs> the other side of the family. And then literally any any party, you know, the anniversary, the family, you know, the birthday party, the older people, all this stuff was playing. Tracks. You'd be like, so, none of this is new. I might not know word for word, bar for bar, but, but the songs it. I know. I know you've the hook, it. I know the chorus, I know, I I I know I know enough to be to, to, to have been invited. So leave it at that. I was invited. Right. It's like, come on in. Because the thing about it is when I tell people that my father likes the Commodores, but not necessarily Lionel Richie, they just go, yeah, I know why. Because it's like, if you listen to, like, there's nothing wrong. Because one, Lionel was one of the, like, the I think he was considered the lead singer of the Commodores. Mm-hmm. But my father liked the Commodores. It's like, because one, if you right. listen to some Commodores mu- music, that shit is good. It slaps. Biggity bops all throughout. So I would love Lights to see. And Lionel. Oh my god! I love it was like something about Lionel Richie. I just love, but I also liked his stuff. Like, but it's like for him, Lionel. it wasn't just don't do that. Um, <laughs> don't do that. All right, um, you're a mess. So maybe it's kind of like I'm wondering. Like we had Patty versus Gladys, which love, 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 and y'all we had, had Brandy and Monica. Nip, you had Nippy's gum mommy up there. I was like, come on, come love on. It. So love I'm, I'm like, it. I'm gonna see like SWV and Escape. I think it's gonna be good. And Red Man and Meth- Red Man and Method Man is just gonna be funny and hilarious because yes. well, it's not really a versus because those niggas is friends. So and then we like, had um, Keisha and Ashanti, right? Uh, <laughs> that wasn't a match. That was really not a match. You can't um, put. See, <laughs> I mm, you, that, that 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 wasn't right. That, see, I maybe was there Ashanti when y'all tried to play. Um, Keisha, like she the new Mary J, and I was like, the and bitch, you thought news, no ma'am, no ma'am, no honey, no ham, no, absolutely not. Ashanti but and Sierra, you the way I would love to see Sierra in the versus, and it would be Ashanti, course, it would. Frankly. That's a match, it's like that's a perfect, that's a match, and I kind of wish it was Sierra, but Sierra's like, look, excuse me, Russell keeps shooting up this club, I ain't got time <laughs> to do this versus. I'm like, girl, let me tell you something. If Russell Williamson isn't the funniest thing to come out of this, I'm like, that nigga is a free eek. <laughs> He's like, I was repressed. Where are you? Because it's like, anytime she breathes, I'm going to fuck you tonight. It's like, wait, wait. <laughs> it's like, sir. She'd be like, Russell, please. I'm like, girl, you know your man is a freak. It's like, 
we can see that clear as day. I'm like, why yes, is Prince William such a hoe? He is a floozy. Why are you a floozy, sir? Floozy on the internet. What the hell? It's like, I did not expect this. You were the one sitting here visiting the camp, the kids in the oncology unit, but you're really a a, a hoe for just Sierra streets. You you ain't no cheating hoe. And we love it. I love it. I love Little I love the Russells. I love it. I mm. <laughs> he shut up because he mm, Russell like he give good mouth. I ain't gonna hold you, Sierra. That's why she ain't, ain't even no whispers of trouble in paradise. He's like, are you saying I ate her pussy like seven times yesterday? Ain't nobody gonna say something. That I'm sorry, Russell gives that. You were gonna have to start you got, your hope for the streets list. Hope oh, for the streets and hope for the streets. That list is long. So a long list. I'm gonna need you to just compile it, publish, and release it. Oh, I definitely know that might be for the Patreon that's coming. I was just going to say. See, that's a whole thing. Hoes for the street. In this edition, call Radke. My favorite hoe for the street. Yes. I'm like, since day one, I'm like, I'm serious. Y'all are playing this whole summer house thing wrong. Just fucking, what are you doing? This is Girl. true. But anyway, let's slide. See, this yes. that was low key. Let's slide into mid key. So mid key. <laughs> There's more and as of <laughs> right. So Mickey, you know, buckle up. We got it is here, and it's like so as of we are recording on April 5th. DMX is on life support. So baby boy, this one is a hard one for me because I also watched his fix my life, mm-hmm. and it is just heartbreaking to watch him with his child and actually telling him that I guess I'll next time I see you will be at my funeral. And I'm like, oh God, this is like, so this is a lot. This is, this is really a lot. This is a, really a lot. Um, so he's right now on life support. There were like miscommunications about, they're like, oh, he's breathing on his own. He's fine. And it's like, um, JK, no, he's not fine. He's on life support. His ex-wife Girl's going through it. Um, yeah. is, they're holding vigils. I think the Rough Riders are like standing vigils in front of the hospital because we're still in a pandemic. Yeah, I'm sorry. I refuse to use that word. We are in a peplum dress. And so you can't like, even now you can't have visitors. So it's like literally all they can do is be outside. So I think it's really nice that um, his ex-wife is doing this because man, he threw her through the ringer, but she is the mother of the majority of his children. So mm-hmm. I can understand. Um, I hope before this happened to him, he was able to like kind of, um, reconcile with his son i don't know because i didn't follow it too I'm, I'm sorry i feel like i'm letting taria down that i don't know this no it's okay um, but that's it's a hard like, story a that hurts too much it's kind of like oh we grew like up with just, x we, we really did it's like him. it's like dude i don't want to see that excuse me the fact that he can sing <sighs> let that man live rudolph the red nose reindeer i'm like on island rudolph every christmas Y'all need to listen to DMX sing Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer because God, it slaps. You're like, do it right before you do all of I needed this, but DMX doing this song is like, the Red Nosed Reindeer. Reindeer. I was like, what is, Uh oh, why is he doing this? Like, what the hell? It was like, okay, so this is what apparently happened. Um, he's in New York. Um, that is where he is. He's in White Plains. So, his lawyer put out the um, statement and he said he's known him for 25 years. 
Um, he suffered a heart attack on Friday night at his home and he was taken to a local um, hospital. So he's in White Plains. That's where he lives. Mm -hmm. um, and, but they don't know what, what caused it. But also this man has been on drugs since he was like 14 years old. Yeah. And he is 50. He's so he's been drugs. on and off, in and out, relapsed, um, gotten sober for a few months. And, you know, it, it's been a lot. His whole thing is like, Apparently, the lawyer has been in touch with his family. Um, um, it's kind of like, it's very touch and go because, well, his heart may not be strong enough. Oh, it's like, so just prayers up for his family. This is a yeah. lot. This is a lot, a lot, a lot. And you just, there, I, I'm, for me, it's like, it's tough with DMX, but he's still DMX. And it's like, his, his, <sighs> fix my life his fix my life is just tragic and just painful and it's just addiction is so it, hard guys like it's so it's so bad because it tears up families and it's just like as someone who's had addiction i think everybody has at least everybody's family has addiction and so it's hard to talk about because it, it's like you know it's not just that person it's everybody around them and every addict they always had at least one person that, that just loves them. And the fact that his ex-wife, who he repeatedly cheated on before and after they got married is like, I still love them. It's like they were high school sweethearts. So it's kind of hard to like cut that off. But yeah. she's like, I still choose myself and got the fuck out of that marriage. However, comma, he's still my high school sweetheart and the father of my children. So there's no yeah. way. And so just prayers up for DMX. I just this is just rough because i'm like that is just not the way we want to see dmx go because addiction is hard addiction is real addiction is scary guys yeah. if you need help get your help if you see your friends struggling get them like don't don't play around with that like addiction yeah. is real like okay it's yeah just, it's okay. just real yeah. it's just real because i and it's like for a lot of people, especially Black Twitter, we focus on gallows humor. Gallows humor, and mm -hmm. I'm like, for me, there's no humor in this because I, no, I think it was a college professor who like who said that he had to like do drugs to get through teaching. People are like, what? That's crazy. But I think some people are shaming um, DMX to a certain extent. But see, this is the thing about socioeconomic status. That's part of nuance because y'all doing that based on the fact that he started at a very young age and so socioeconomic status for mm -hmm. him as a black young black man is coming into play and i'm like y'all y'all we're not doing shut it up. we're not doing it please don't not today because you like, don't understand one, how serious addiction is you don't know yeah because it's like it, it's it's just way too much so please keep your prayers, prayers for dmx you. yeah absolutely um so the minneapolis supreme court Mm, despair has lost their fucking minds despair so when we talk about rights for um basically non-men okay um non-binary um people who identify as women people with reproductive systems yeah the government really thinks they know best and the government is full of people who identify as men who think that they can tell you what to do when they should have a quote unquote right to tell you. So this story is from the NPR News. Him, the Minneapolis Supreme Court reverses rape conviction because woman wasn't forced to get drunk. 
I'm sorry. I'm saying Minneapolis. It's Minnesota. Sorry. Luke I'm State. Mm. Oh, God. The Minnesota Supreme Court has ordered a new trial for a man convicted of raping a woman who was drunk. The justices ruled that the state's definition of mentally incapacitated does not include voluntary inebriated victims. Hennepin County prosecutors say that in May 2017, Francois Khalil encountered a woman outside a Dinkytown bar who had just consumed five shots of vodka and a prescription narcotic. Khalil invited her and a party and a friend to a party. Court documents say Khalil and two other men drove them to a house in Minneapolis where there was no party. The woman identified only by her initials testified that she blacked out on the couch and later woke up to find Khalil raping her. In 2019, a jury in Hennepin County convicted Khalil third degree third degree criminal sexual conduct involving a victim who was impaired but Wednesday the Minnesota Supreme Court overturned his conviction ruling that the state's legal definition of mentally incapacitated only applies if a victim was given drugs or alcohol against their will not if they were consumed not if they consumed the substances voluntarily Khalil's attorney Will Walker said the justices agreed with his contention that the trial judge gave incorrect instructions to the jury. They adopted our arguments. They adopted the opinion of the 30-page dissent from the Court of Appeals and my arguments from the trial court and came out with the correct ruling. And we're very, very pleased about that, Walker said. Khalil, now 24. It is 2021. He did this in 2017. He was 20 years old. <clears throat> is serving a five-year sentence at the Fairbault State Prison, but Walker said his client may soon be released. Writing for a unanimous court, Justice Paul Thiessen said because, yes, unanimous, the meaning of the statute is clear. We apply that meaning and not what we may wish the law was or what we think the law should be. Thyssen noted that the Minnesota legislator is institutionally better positioned than courts to make public policy and pointed to efforts to overhaul the criminal sexual conduct statute. Survivors of sexual assault are urging Minnesota lawmakers to close what they say is a big loophole in state law. Lindsey Bryce, law and policy director at the Minnesota Coalition Against Sexual Assault, Oh my God. Said the ruling was no surprise because the statute's language does not leave much room for interpretation. It makes it very clear that this issue needs to be fixed at the legislature, Bryce said. <sighs> Rep. Kelly Moeller Shoreview is sponsoring legislation that would change the law to say that anyone who's intoxicated is incapable of consenting to sex, even if they consumed alcohol or drugs voluntarily. Moeller, who's also an assistant Hennepin County attorney, said this would give prosecutors additional tools. This is something that will make a difference for those who do come forward and have sets of circumstances that their cases will at least be chargeable. Abby Honnold, a sexual assault survivor and advocate, says this intoxication loophole has been a problem for years. She says it's a roadblock for survivors seeking to press charges who have an otherwise solid case. There are a lot of people who are told when they report now and when their case is referred to a prosecutor that essentially their sexual assault was technically legal. It's always so heartbreaking to have to hear that from from yet another survivor who came forward and reported. Among other things, Moeller's bill would also create a new crime of sexual extortion, where a perpetrator makes threats that do not involve physical harm. This measure also raises the age in certain offenses against juveniles from under 13 to under 14. While the bill has bipartisan support in both chambers, its companion measure in the Senate has yet to go before a committee. So to that, I say this in his mama, his father, his co-workers, the clique he claims, all of you, and all the hoes that claim him. Please stand clear of the closing doors. Mind the gap as you board your overnight first-class Excel Express train 
to hell. I... Y'all really just want to think that women don't, women and non-men don't have control over their bodies. We literally have laws where if you are drunk behind the wheel and you kill someone. First class express to you hell. literally, do you know, it's like they didn't even listen to the case. This woman like had drank and had a narcotic. It's like, okay, these men Mind your business. plotted again they were like oh they're they're inebriated let's take them back they're like they are inhibited they can't make clear decisions so they to actually say it's a loophole well if they drink i'm like nobody didn't make them drink i'm like yeah but they're still impaired in their judgment so if that person had um given them a date rape drug that also by fun fact a lot of them are like out of people's bloodstream after a few hours or is not detectable on drug tests Mm -hmm. but you want to say well if you voluntarily drink and something happened to you oh well it's your fault it's like uh, okay so y'all can go to hell all the way first please i don't even understand that logic i'm like where are y'all getting this from it's like this is like y'all just really don't coming from someone who it would never happen to right so it's like if this was your daughter but it's like i can't even sometimes i can't even use that notion because i feel like they would say i would tell my daughter what to do but yeah you still so wouldn't care you still until it's care. happening to them right until but it is even them. if it is i have a feeling they would still turn on our daughter i'm like what were you thinking why is it that a man who literally was taking advantage of the fact that these women were impaired by the judgment because they took um, they drank if they're over the age of 21 there's not there's no law against that um and said oh we're going to take you to a party there is no party and the woman woke up to this man like sexually assaulting her it's like and he and just say you hate women okay. and go please it's like just you, say you it. just, just don't say like it. women because you're like what because one there's a lot of men who really think that um women don't have to choose that if, if you want sex from a woman or non-man that it's okay that you take it there's like, literally in dc i think on, on a wall of like quotes that like centers have said and mm-hmm. one of those quotes is rape is like the weather it's gonna happen you might as well enjoy it it's like what is wrong with all of y'all and the thing about it is is like for a very long time for the what was taught was um you have to verbally say no. But the thing about it is, there's a lot of non-verbal ways to say no. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is like, well, she didn't say no. She didn't say yes either. Exactly. So it's kind of, and then also it's kind of like, you should get confirmed consent, not just like, oh, it was fine. Because after it's like, oh my, oh, I consent to like you going down on me, but not putting your dick in my ass. Exactly. Y'all might want to look up a case. That is a whole number of things. So long story short on that one, mm-hmm. Stephanie, if I make you a cup of tea, I text you about it. I said, hey, you want some tea? You said, yeah. Mm-hmm. I called you about it. All right, you know, kettle's on. I come over. I got the tea bag. I got your favorite mm-hmm. teacup. Mm-hmm. Stephanie, when it comes down to me bringing this tea to you, if at any point you say, you know what, Samaj, this has been great, but I don't want the tea, but I have to accept, okay, Stephanie does not want the tea. I have to sit and there you and will not my throw tea that hot tea in my face. Home. I, I, will not, I, I will not shout. I will not be upset. I will enjoy my tea 
and I will either leave or we will do something else. But once Stephanie says she does not want the tea, it is my responsibility to say, okay, she does not want the tea and leave it alone and move on. It's really bad. Because a lot of people, like a lot of men don't realize that coercion or some women just go along with it because oh, come on. they're I made scared the that for you. They just don't want you to hurt them. They're like, exactly. let me just do it. And they're like, did you enjoy it? No, not really. It's like, so why did you say, why did you just go along with it? I feel like you would have tea? hurt me if I didn't. It's like, that's the thing. It's kind of like, you don't know, especially if this man you is not new, know. but also fun fact about sexual assaults. A lot of times it's men that women know. It's mm-hmm. it's men that non let me say non men, um non men know. Yep. They actually know them and it's like that's what catches them off guard. Like, I've known him. He's one of my siblings' friends. He's he's like, we went to school together. It's this, that, and the third. It's not just some stranger running out of the bushes. So there's that. Let's get on. <sighs> let, let's got a mid key. Let's go to high key. Yes. Moving right along. Okay, so high key is typically where I'm like, you know, fuck y'all forever. So I don't watch the baseball. I like watching the butts of the men who play the baseball because they got some fatties. I'm just saying. People are doing squats. I'm like, man, squat booties. Like, ooh, look how that thing's sitting. Anyway, so (laughs) for everybody who doesn't know, Georgia decided to make a war on voting laws the strict voting rights uh spoiler alert they're not the only they're not the only state but they're the one that's getting the much notice and we'll get to and that. this is from that okay yeah the republicans in georgia are like fuck this we are going to have a war on because that state has turned blue and god knows how long because atlanta is in georgia i'm telling y'all it's like Atlanta is its own little island. It's in the middle of Georgia, but please believe it's in the South. It's a very red state. You'll be hard pressed to find a blue state in the South. I'm in Maryland. Maryland is a blue state. We are South. How we're Southern considered, Um, but it's not a lot of Southern states that are blue. A lot of them are red. So Georgia turning blue is a very big deal. Um, Georgia Republicans was like, So about so, this. No. <laughs> about that. So we're gonna fix this. So they're ready to do like a everything. They're ready, they're ready to, to restrict a lot of things. They're ready to do a sweeping restriction of voting rights. And so major league baseball. So the all-star game, which is big if you like the baseball, mm-hmm. is in typically in Georgia. <clears throat> MLB has pulled it out and said yeah so we're going to go and they're moving it so they are siding with the democrats because everybody's like it's a war and partisan i'm like it's not it's just like what one voting is not a privilege it is a right that everybody in this country should have and the fact that y'all are doing this is still making this true voter suppression is real voter suppression is real Here's your proof. And if your vote was not important, they would not be this trying not to happen. suppress it. That is why they wanted to, because it's not just at the federal level. Presidential election, electoral college. State level, everything is by popular vote. There is no electoral college for state level elections. That is why they don't want you to fucking vote. They don't want your vote 
because as you can see, and also because of the um the pop lock and drop it, mm-hmm. voting got a lot easier because you could mail it in. A lot of states, yep. Washington State is one of the states where they have always had mail-in ballots. So for them, they're like, so nothing has changed for us. We've been new. It's the same thing. This, and baby. I didn't realize that because it's like when you think about it, like every state does not have day, like no. election days. Um, and also all states don't have early voting. I'm like, I'm somebody like Maryland. I'm sorry. Samaj, where, what state are you in again? Are you Maryland? Yeah, I'm in Maryland, yeah. but originally from New York. So I'm usually, okay. yeah. So when they switched to early voting, that one was amazing because it's literally like 10 days and you can vote. Basically you will put in your zip code and vote where you can. So that way it's like, if you can't get, cause some places do not like give you a two hour window to go on election day to vote. No, they don't. So they'd be like, um, by the time I get off work, especially if they work a 16 hour day, they can't vote. And they're like, this sucks. But for early voting, it's like, damn, I can go on my day off. Cause they also, the polls are open on the weekend. So that's yep. it. But because of mail-in voting, you could just drop it off at one of the um, boxes. It made voting so much easier, but a lot of Republicans still went on election day. So sure hence did. why it was like, all like, damn, why all these votes counted? Because you just made this so much easier. Yeah, I have so. a feeling a lot of states will be like, yeah, let's just switch to mail-in voting for everybody. I because, mean, yeah, because before when, you know, they talk about absentee ballots, I found this out because at first you're like, oh, my God, it's like provisional, you know, absentee ballots are great because a lot of people who are in the military, they do that because depending right. on where they're deployed and where they're stationed, it may not be their home state. But for um, servers I, who work crazy hours and shifts, you never know what you're exactly. working today. You're like, I'm just going to get my absentee ballot. And then I found out, I think it was during the short, like the 2000 election. That was my first one. I mm-hmm. did not even realize this, but... <clears throat> They only count absentee ballots if something's wrong. So all the people that are in the military, their votes weren't counted. Wow. They would sit in warehouses. They wouldn't count them. Wow. It's like, and the thing about this, a lot of people didn't know that. They're like, oh, I did the thing. And it's like, you know, absentee ballot. And it was like, yeah, they only count it if something's wrong. Because that was the thing about like Florida, because they were like, you know, if we do this, we'll have to count the absentee ballots. And I think Al Gore was like, that's way too much work. It's fine. Uh, it's not <laughs> fine, by the way. But it was just like, damn you, Florida. Mm. So it is what it is. So the All-Star <laughs> game yes. is like, MLB is like, so we're not going to do this. We are, they moved out the all-star game and said, we're not having it in Georgia. We're going to move it somewhere else. And people were like, oh my gosh. So there is a baseball team in Atlanta called the Atlanta Braves. Yes. As we know, our very own uh, Real Houses of Atlanta alum, somebody's daughter was dating someone on that team. So I'm very familiar with that team. Thanks. Shout out to Bravo. So (laughs) the Atlanta Braves decided to speak out and say this is a terrible idea because it will cost us money <clears throat> this event would have directly impacted our count our county and the state as visitors spend their dollars on local accommodations transportation entertainment and recreation food and retail throughout the county this would have been a big boost to Cobb businesses that's Cobb county and help with recovery after the COVID-19 pandemic <sighs> 
I'm should have thought about that before you decided to this restrict is, that's votes. Not, that's not the Atlanta <laughs> Braves. Um, that's not their statement. That is the Cobb County Travel and Tourism Bureau statement. Mm. Hold on. Let me find it. The Atlanta Braves <laughs> statement, which is so hilarious um, because this is not the first time that somebody um, pulled out. So when they were having the big bathroom bill issue, out. yes, I know, right? <laughs> they moved it out of North Carolina. They're like, yeah, mm-hmm. we're not. So that was, I believe, was it the NBA? Let me see. Yep. The NBA pulled their 2017 All-Star game out of Charlotte. Mm. They said, okay, since y'all want to be like assholes about this. Um, we're taking the money. They're like, oh, okay, so we're not going to have it there. And so they were like, oh my God, what the hell? It's like, mm. all right, let me see if I can find the All-Star Game announcement because they tweeted it out. Because also the Atlanta Braves, they had a like on these uniforms, they have all-star patches. <clears throat> they also took their their patches off of their uniforms because oh wow, they were mad about this. They're they're just pissed, girl. They're pissed. I mean, they're taking stop, their ball you know, and going home. This is what happens when you try to suppress votes for no reason. You will okay. look pay the consequences. This is their statement. The Atlanta Braves are deeply disappointed by the decision of Major League Baseball to move its 2021 All-Star game. This was neither our decision nor our recommendation. We are saddened that fans will not be able to see this event in our city. The Braves organization will continue to stress the importance of equal voting opportunities, and we had hoped our city could use the event as a platform to enhance the discussion. Our city has always been known as a uniter in divided times girl and we will miss the opportunity to address issues that are important to our community unfortunately businesses employees and fans in georgia are the victims of this decision we will continue to support the the community legacy projects which have been planned and are in process girl sure narrative girl like choices (laughs) what it's like we could have like made money while we educated you hoes is that so what now is that so? Huh? Girl, you you don't say. I'm sitting here like, hey, <laughs> what? <laughs> what is going on? What? I have so many thoughts, and all of them are not good. First of all, <laughs> but most of all, where the hell do you get off saying, "Excuse me, we could have been making money, honey," and now you're not. You have mad. a good day. Stay mad. Voter suppression is real. Part one, part two. I'm sitting here like, ma'am. So you're mad that you can't make money, but you are upset because you can't make money and you're mad for something you're doing. I'm mad, bitch. It's like, it's like, if you really care about your city. And you really care about e- like equal voting opportunities. Why are you not speaking out by the fact that you got these assholes actually trying to restrict people? And they're like, yeah, we got to take a stand against this. Your government has lost their minds. Do you now? You don't hmm. care about them. You're like, you taking money out. You taking food out of our baby's mouths. Are we? This though? is why people haven't seen videos. You have to hit them where it hurts. And where does it hurt? 
their pocket, Pockets. their wallet. I'm like, girl, if you don't shut That's where it up, counts. If we're going like, to go please there. Please go to hell. Leave us alone. You know what? This I- takes me back to a meme, you know, mm. inspired by one of America's most favorite movies, the Harry Potter series. And there the is Potter a meme. Series, Turn to page 394. So uh, <laughs> there's a meme that I particularly enjoy. And it's mm-hmm. where Professor McGargle sees harry ron and hermione mm-hmm. says why when there's something going on why is it always you three and in that meme i like to replace harry ron and hermione with texas georgia and florida why is when something's going on why? it's, it's always, always you three, three. <laughs> it's always something about florida or texas or georgia it's like the fuck is going on florida man Chad. why you three why is, why it, is always it always you of you so yeah so that's what i have to say on why is like, it always this is costing three? us a hundred million dollars is so, it oh hey hi hello huh. we're still in a panasonic so we're how much money are you truly of a making? parmesan yeah okay the Girl. parmesan is not over it the shaker's still shaking Girl. we're still saying stop 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 no more cheese but Fuck the parmesan shaker is still shaking Fuck one out of here leave us alone for real so yeah, um, fuck the Atlanta Braves. <laughs> Get y'all shit together. Um, I, call me in the see, morning. <laughs> this is what's going to happen. You know, y'all could have stopped all of this if you hadn't cheated Stacey Abrams out of her election. If you had sat this there and ate your food. Ha- you could have sat there and ate your racist food. She would have been governor. <laughs> I'm not saying that she would have tore shit up because she would have tore your shit up. But the fact that because of people like Stacey, because you put a battery in her goddamn back. Mm-hmm. It's like, see, I'm never going to let this happen to anybody else. And because when they were talking about y'all closed polling stations, um, machines mysteriously stopped working. Yep. She was like, no, fuck this. This is never going to happen. And because of Stacy and many, many people who worked with her, other organizations who have been talking about voter suppression and trying to get people the right to vote, it's like, yeah so you brought this on yourselves and no girl we who is coming um to atlanta when y'all don't wear masks and we are in a paprika like who is who's coming there nobody you baby back bitch violence begets violence vejo's violence so i will fight right back violence begets violence i will fight y'all i'm like i can't even like this is just stupid but i'm glad that um stupid games mlb was like let me stay because one they also kind of threw this at the nba too like what Mm -hmm. are you doing we're gonna lose money i'm like talk to your government and tell them baby out their asses (laughs) (laughs) do you know how many other cities would love the all-star game and we gave it to you we have two students here in Maryland. We girl, okay. Girl, girl. Um, excuse me. I will throw my scarf over my shoulder and baby girl. <laughs> Baltimore's ready. Okay. The I'm city, not just saying. I'm like, the city can use like, the revenue. See, um, we ain't like the racing because nobody's coming to racing. This is no. not the we the South, but we're not the South South. You better go somewhere else to watch that NASCAR shit. Soft. It S. was a NASCAR, but it was like lowercase. It, it was Grand Prix. It's like y'all. In one time, it does seem fair. It seems like a good idea, but it's like, girl. Madame. No. no. Sugar dumpling. No. 
they can join their friends on the Excel Express to hell. There's still room. It's like first class might be filled, but we got business. We got coach. We got the hangers. We got room. Hop on. It's like, girl, I don't even know what to say, but no snacks, no drinks, but there's plenty of room for you on that train on that overnight Excel Express straight to H E and double L. Yes. So yeah. Good on the MLB saying, no, we're not going to do this with you because that's going to have a trickle effect because now people are looking at Tyler because, you know, damn it, all this stuff is in mm-hmm. Atlanta. There's a lot. Of, there's some movies that have been toying with. We're not going to do our movies in Georgia. So that affects their bottom line, too. That'll hurt. Like, y'all How many really movies and stop. shows and with that Georgia Peach Film Association tag on the bottom? Hello? That'll hurt. It's That'll like, hello, really they shot half of Black Panther in atlanta and i was like it's in atlanta i'm like go ahead tyler you better get that money tyler no he got his own fucking film studio whole lot and it's like girl tyler pull out don't play yourself atlanta if tyler pulls out don't fumble your own bag girl you got it's like excuse me there's a lot of states with lower property taxes and i'm sure he can find some room I'm sure he's got the list ready because he knows Georgia likes to play too much. I'm just saying, I'm sorry. Please don't ask him to pull the trigger. I'm not, I am no psychic and I'm not predicting this, but baby, it would be under your best interest to call y'all's representatives and say, him, get your friend, (laughs) call your friend. Put it in reverse, Terry. Put it in reverse. Oh Lord. Put it in reverse, Terry. You better tell him. So get your friends, get your friends. Last story <laughs> in high key is a HuffPost personal story by a name of somebody named Lisa Boyce. <clears throat> Her, it is titled, I laughed at the jokes white people made about me. I am no longer laughing. Baby girl. Lord have mercy. In 2012, I joined Instagram and I was scared to tell my mom, not because I've, I had photos to hide, though I did risk her being disappointed in their oversaturation and how much I relied on the Valencia filter. Okay. But because I was worried about how she would react to seeing my handle, Risa underscore voice. Growing up, I always wanted a nickname. I finally got one in college when my friends started calling me Risa. It didn't matter to me that Risa was based on the joke that because I'm half Asian, I shouldn't be able to pronounce my L's correctly. I don't speak any Japanese, never mind have an accent. And I refuse to think about the fact that when my brother and I were born, my Obashan and Charmaine's going to get me. I think it's Obashan, but I'll definitely double. Yeah. Asked my mom to give us names without L's or R's so she wouldn't have to fight against unfamiliar sounds to say their grandchildren's names. I had heard this particular joke about my name for years. Okay. Now I get it. Okay. Keep After I finish reading this, <laughs> I, I got a story. Okay. Um, I had heard this particular joke about my name for years. And of course I had. My high school had a sizable Asian population, but outside past the cornfields and soybeans lived white friends who called me a half Jap. Without knowing that the term is intertwined with the U.S. government's incarceration of Japanese Americans during World War II. 
Beyond that, I was a competitive swimmer, participating in an overwhelmingly white sport. I learned quickly that the safest way to navigate these predominantly white spaces was to minimize my Asian half. I knew instinctively that there were people who accepted me more because I wasn't obviously Asian, that for them, I was quote unquote white enough. So I stopped watching anime with my older brother. I listened to Taylor Swift. The silence you hear is my eyes rolling because girl, but Taylor does make the bops. I'm not even going to hold you, but yeah, we're very quiet because we're like, oh, okay. <clears throat> and I laughed along with the jokes that were made at my expense. The scariest part about jokes like this is how they're not scary, not really, not at first. After the attacks in the Atlanta area on March 16th, I broke the number one rule of the internet and read the comments about the shooting victims. What I found was post after post full of jokes specifically at the expense of the Asian women, women whose names we didn't even know. In deciding to write this piece, I hesitated many times for many different reasons, but the one thing that rang in my head the loudest was that my experience wasn't that bad. A decade later, and I still felt the instinct to minimize meaning the jokes had worked. They made me and the people around me feel like things weren't that big of a deal. And when that's the backdrop, when it's never serious, it becomes hard to push back because the, maybe the real problem is that you, quote unquote, can't take a joke. In 2018, I was finally able to go to Japan with my Obashan. I got to see where she used to live. She used to live. I will walk the path she took to get to school and met her grade school friends. Visited the hotels and temples they used to run. What struck me the most about watching her there was seeing how vibrant she was. I had always thought of her as small and quiet, but in Japan, she would approach people in the train stations and chat with our waiters uninhibited by any language barrier free. And to go and to get ahead of the comments, because I know the jokes already, she does speak English, though she wouldn't be worth any less if she didn't. She watches the news and reads the paper every day, and she's smarter and fiercer than anyone who wants to make a joke about her. I asked her one time what it was like when she and my Oja Sean, and Charmaine's going to tell me, and I'm sorry, I'm mispronouncing the word if I am, I apologize. Um, my grandfather moved to the U.S. shortly after the war. Specifically, I asked what racism they experienced. She said none. I stared at her for a moment, knowing full well that couldn't be true. She continued as my mom jumped in to translate by saying that they expected to be treated poorly so they didn't think anything of it when they were. My Obashan came here at age 23 and has lived close to 70 years of her life as a guest in someone else's home, taking her shoes off at the door and bringing a gift for the one who welcomed her, keeping her head down, staying quiet. If I asked her about my Instagram handle, how could I ask my mom, if she asked about my Instagram handle, how could I ask my mom to translate the joke? I picture my Obashan alone in her room in my parents' house, silently working on a puzzle, which she did long before quarantine made it cool, limiting herself and her experience in this country, self-conscious about her English because of the jokes she herself had undoubtedly heard, the one she expected when she stepped aboard the cargo ship all those years ago. Maybe I laughed along with them because it was easier than speaking up. Maybe I laughed because I too believed it was less worthy because of my Asian. I was less worthy because of because of my Asian-ness. Or maybe I, if I really think about it, I laugh because it made the comments more tolerable, not only to the people saying them, but also to me. These were my friends. Of course, they weren't racist. They were only kidding. It wasn't that bad. 
When I read the comments, particularly those on social media mocking the women who were murdered in Atlanta, I was instantly brought back to my first Instagram handle and the shame I still feel for taking part, part in that joke. The scariest part about jokes like this is how they build and calcify. How often you hear enough of them, you start to doubt your own worth. You start to think that this is acceptable. Maybe they are right after all. Maybe I can't take the joke. Maybe I shouldn't have to. Years after creating my Instagram handle, I finally made, asked myself why I was using a name that made me too uncomfortable to share with my own mother. And one day without fanfare, without fuss, I changed it. At that moment, I reclaimed my name and found my voice and I'm no longer laughing. That is from Lisa Boyce. Shout out to her. She is amazing. Absolutely. Okay. Um, all right. So that is Lisa Boyce. Um, that was her story. So the story, the thing I wanted to bring up now, I don't know if you've seen. Lethal Weapon 4? No. So Lethal Weapon 4 is a very interesting thing in the um, franchise. Let me make sure it's 4 and not 3. It should be 4. We love a series, guys. So Lethal Weapon 4 is from 1998. So of course it had Mel Gibson mm -hmm. and um, Danny Glover. <laughs> but the other thing and of, of course, Rene Russo, they've been there since day one. However, yes. this also has Jet Li and Chris Rock. And there's a scene in there where it's Joe Pesci and Chris Rock doing this bit about phones that is literally the funniest shit I've ever seen. Because one, it's to watch Joe Pesci and Chris Rock bounce off each other was just, Comedian I love I love. I also love the yeah. movie because it brings Jet Li. Jet Li really didn't talk. It's just He's a fucking badass in this jet. Yes. But there is a scene in there where you see Mel Gibson's character and Danny Gover's character making fun of, because one, this didn't, this involved, it's not Japanese people, it's Chinese people because they're talking about Chinese triads and right. they're talking about, they're making fun of the joke that it's been a long time joke of Asian people saying fried rice. And so they say fried rice. And sign so this of the is what, times. Right, sign of the times. So the guy who's playing um the uh, I guess the boss or the owner of the restaurant, he's mm -hmm. like, fried rice, it is fried rice, you prick. <laughs> I was like, oh. So when I when I was reading, I was like, what is she? Oh, because that's the thing. It's, the it's like R we make fun of um Asian people not being able to use R words, which is like R and L, yep. Okay. All right. Because when she said, I was like, huh? I'm like, now I understand. So to hear someone talk about this is just one, it's heartbreaking. Um, it's just heartbreaking. And her talking about bringing up the Japanese internment camps. Mm -hmm. I was in a clubhouse room when I was talking Ugh. about segregation signs and I didn't articulate that this used to be on the signs. And I inadvertently made it seem like I was calling Japanese people J-A-P-S, because I won't say it again. But right. I knew what I was saying. I just didn't say this is what the segregation signs used to look like because right. it, they used to be on there. You can look it up, guys. Google's free. It's really Google, but, up. you know, and it's like I was being offensive. So look at that. She acknowledged it. And she, she, she's a lot. She, she's breathing. She, she's still I'm pretty here. much. It was just like, I, I was like, 
Huh, that's it. It was like I was like I, I'm like that's not what I was. I'm like I wasn't saying like I'm calling Japanese people this. I was trying to highlight what was on segregation signs, but yes, it got lost in translation. It happens. We slip up. We fine. acknowledge it. We move on. Simple. See, it was just like we're still recording. Wow, look at that. Right, look at that. So it is what it is. I apologize to the people privately, and yes. that's just that. What? I, and, and an it, apology? What? Acknowledge it? And Stephanie? Yeah, I didn't. I can tell you the whole story. I'll tell you the whole story off mic. You're doing backwards. (laughs) You acknowledge, you apologize, you move on. The thing about it is, um, I think I took umbrage by the way that I was talked to by the people in the clubhouse room. However, comment that has nothing to do with the offense. Because, of course, you know, knee jerk reaction is like, so I'm, yeah, I'm not doing this today because I got my own shit. And by the time I came back to the room, the room was over, so I DM the people. Ooh, like I'm being very honest, that's wild. literally how that's going. Because one, it's not like you can DM people within Clubhouse. No. So if people have their social media handles in there, you can just, you know, reach out to them that way. And that's, Clubhouse is a is a beast. Is it? Is a It's definitely a beast, and it's kind of like whether I didn't like the tone, it's like it really doesn't matter at this point. Right. But I'm also a grown ass woman, and I know how this goes. I'm like, I know what I meant. And I knew the context. However, comment that has nothing to do with any of this. But no. the fact that this young woman is talking about something that a lot of non-white people have to do when they are in majority white spaces. They have to laugh with the jokes because <laughs> we will shit on them if they don't. Oh, you know, it's just a joke. And I'm like, it's like, oh, why are you not laughing? You can't take a joke. I'm like, my humanity is no longer funny. So that's where we are at this point. Where it's like, we have to be, oh, follow. And I'm following Lisa Boyce. So her Twitter handle is so Rose much. underscore voice, voice with a zero. But go ahead and um, yeah. We're so gonna say Samaj. My name Samaj. Um, mm. So I'm sure you all can imagine. But let me tell you the origin story for those who are curious. Um, so my name Samaj. It is spelled S E M A J H. So on my dad's side of the family, majority of the men and the boys were named James. So they were going to keep that trend going. I was slated to be, I want to say number six, if not number six, number five. And my mom being, you know, the wonderful person she is, she's like, love that. Not really. So what she did, she stepped in and she said, I see what you're doing here, but we're not doing that. Mm. But because she's a nice lady and, you know, she's agreeable and she can compromise. She took the, the base name James, flipped it to mm-hmm. Samaj and then to make sure I'd be the only one with my spelling added the H. So that's all it is. It's not, African, wow. it's, not it's not Ethiopian. It's not Russian. It's not Romanian or whatever, or whatever other things white people have tried to mock it up to be throughout, mm-hmm. throughout my 25 years of life. And even, you know, in school, cause you know, kids are cruel, no matter, no matter, <laughs> no matter what race. Yeah. So I've been called, let's see, Smudge, Smudge, Smudgeums, Smash, Smudge, Smudge, Smush, um, Smushy. Smudge. Does they say Semage? Semage, Samage, Smash. Like, I, I, I've had my name ripped mm. and ragged and bagged. Um, yeah. and, then, and then if I was up, can we call you anything else? Do you have a middle name or a nickname? Is there another name we can call you? <laughs> can you? I don't think so. so. No, you can call me by my name. It's right. So I totally understand Lisa and her struggles in this. I mean, for a long time, I had to I had to ask myself like her, yeah, you know, am I being too sensitive? Yeah, it's just a joke. Like I had to like repress and like let that go for like years, and for and for the longest time, just to make it easier for people to pronounce and spell, I dropped the H in my name for a long time. Like mm-hmm. it's too confusing. Let me just drop it. But I'm like, you and know, I what? don't know why. Like this is random, but autocorrect. But when I 
message Samaj, my phone is hilarious. I'm like, Siri. Siri's the biggest, like the biggest pot star of them all. Truly. I said, what the hell? I'm like, they got all these extra J's. I'm like, what? I was like, um, are you and Siri in a fight? We are forever in a fight. They're like, are y'all Siri don't like me. I, and that's you know, and this is super random, but my father's name is James. Uh, I was I like, that. my father's name, my brother's middle name is James. I know it's like it's like I feel like as a black person, you know at least one dude named James. Yep. Oh my and god. They and not, then- they may not go by James. Like the thing, and it's so random because my I know another guy named James that he goes by Jimmy. My father hates mm-hmm. being called Jimmy. Don't call him James. It's like it's so weird when I think about it because he he doesn't like that nickname of nope. you know calling him Jim or Jimmy. He don't like it. And then like, freaking huh. what do you call it? Um, and then there was another issue with my name due to freaking what do you call it? That movie freaking lottery ticket. Cat Williams. I got a, I got a bone pick with him because remember in that movie um, lottery ticket. Like, lottery uh, ticket. Oh well, watch it. And uh, okay. so uh, one of one of the main characters they have a little brother named mm-hmm. Samaj, and someone in the movie goes really. And so I wanted the movie goes, your name's not Samaj, your name is James. So for years after I got over after I got over Smosh, so they don't smush, have smudgums. No, they oh. didn't. So so for years after getting over all the you know, smash, smudge, smudge, smush, mm-hmm. I had to do what your name is not Samaj. I'm like, no, my name is literally Samaj. And then the only other one that I heard was Little Rain Little Wayne's little brother. His name mm-hmm. is Samaj. So like it's not a common name. So like I've I've been on many journeys without my name, but now at 25 years old, I'm like, no, it's Samaj S E M A J H. And like for years, my mom would say like, why do you like you know drop the H? Like that's not the name I gave you. That's not the name. uh, That's not how you spell your name. She's like, this is the name I picked for you. Can you like you know use your name? I'm like, no, no, it's fine. So for I totally get Lisa, switching to Risa to you know lessen the blow to 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 make the other people around her comfortable to make the white people around her comfortable. So I get that 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 that's deep hurt. That hurts. It's yeah not nice yeah you know it's kind of because i was like i didn't get like what she meant until i started reading it and i was like oh and, and the thing about it is because i work in hr because of what i do work in hr um i am somebody who if especially depending on if you're in hr you know you're going to get a wide array of names mm-hmm. most notably um people of asian descent African descent, Middle Eastern, South. When I say yes. Asian, East and South Asian. So when I have new folks, I always name. ask them, right? I always say, how do you pronounce your name? Oh, you can just call me by this name. I was like, it's not what I asked you. No. And I was like, no, I can call you by your name. And if I tried, I'm like, um, I'm sorry if I butcher your name. Please let me know if I'm saying it correctly. Yes. And I it's always a surprise when I say it correctly. They just go, no, that's it. I'm like, Oh, okay. It's just there, and it always like it's this welcome look of, oh, you're saying my name. I'm like because your name is important. I'm like it's always yes. funny to to hear. Most notably, white people say, "Oh, your name is so hard to say," but you have no problem saying Shershi Ronan's name correctly. I can't I say that. <laughs> like, like Notin O'Shea, I mispronounce her name on purpose. I mean, she she knows Roni. You're like, <laughs> that is rude. I'm like, is it? Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right. You can say Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, Charlize Alexander. Borishnikov. You can say all this Derek shit. Derek Nowitzki. But you have, it's like, 
y'all don't have problems. You just want to make Dostoyevsky. Non white people, right? You want to make them feel like shit. It's like that's not cool because you can't pronounce his name as you actually value that person, but because you don't, you choose not like, to. Your name you is so you hard for to. me to pronounce, or you could just ask me how it's pronounced. You have a nickname, anything we can call you for short. So, because I had like when I was no, I was no. already in college, and I had mm-hmm. a um a, one of my residents. I was pronouncing his name wrong, mm. and so he always gave me shit about it. It was another black guy. It was so much. So when I pronounced it correctly, he said, "Oh, you said my name right. I've been giving you hard shit for like the last three months because you kept <laughs> mispronouncing my name." I'm like, "But I didn't know that's not how you pronounced your name because you didn't tell me." And he went, "Right." Oh, and I was like, mm. "If you had just, I'm like, just tell me, and I would have done it correctly because you didn't tell me it's wrong. That's why I didn't say it. It's like I thought that was correct, and it's like." Because it's like I'm not going to mispronounce your name on on purpose unless you're Cersei Ronan. It's I'm not like, simple, right? And it's after... about, so when he told me, he was like, "Oh, I'm like, if you had told me it was wrong, I would have stopped. Would have would have did it that day. Full stop." And I'm like, and that's super simple, but it's kind of like the more the older you get, you realize it's like, yeah, I don't. You don't have to shorten them. Like, oh, I'll make it easier for you, and that's just like, you don't have to. Or I could just learn how to pronounce your name. So fun fact on that. So once you tell someone the first time how to pronounce it, okay, mm-hmm. second time. And so anything after the second time you told them how to pronounce your name and they still do it wrong, call them every other name but they with their name and see how mm-hmm. they like it. Do you know right. how many times I've gotten people to correctly say my name because they said my name wrong? Like, I'm like, oh, so hi, Mike, tomorrow. Carl, hi, John. Ron, <laughs> Derek, yeah, like, that's not my name. Like, right, you're right. That, that's not your name. Just like how what you Correct. call me is not my name. Correct. So we can keep this going all day because there are a million names I can call you that are not your but name. But I'm not. <laughs> Don't play with me. It's like, Petty's what? my middle name. It's, well, I don't that's even know lie. what to say to that. I'm like, girl, what you doing? <laughs> middle name is Anthony Scott, but Petty is also in there too. Come I will, on. I will, I will go You're home so that night. Anthony Scott. Pick up See? every, pick up every male every name in the book. And I'll, pick, and I'll pick at least two for that day to switch back and forth between. Yeah. It's like, girl. I'm do sorry, this. that is funny. But I do this. Don't play <laughs> no, with I me. I do this. You're so silly. I do this. <laughs> I do this. Mm, mm, name mm. game? All right, bet child um yeah so i'm glad she's <laughs> coming forward and say i'm reclaiming my name and yes lisa um um there's a few people like um uzo aduba not mm-hmm. Ad- and i i was saying adoba because i thought there was an o it's aduba so that is a shortening of her first name and she explained why her mama oh, wow. was like don't do that it's like that's the, why are you shortening your name that's the name that i gave you and she was just like, oh, because people can't pronounce it. She's like, that's their problem. Gabarisa to be. Yes. How, and what's homegirl? Um, Quinvenjane Wallace. Everybody's like, oh my God, your name is so hard to pronounce, but you can say how many white actresses' names? Mm-hmm. I was like, girl, stop doing this to that baby. That baby is eight years old and also y'all full of shit. Leave her alone. Y'all, y'all, can, mis- y'all can pronounce it. You just don't want to. You can change Hillary to Ilaria without missing a beat, but we can't take that extra same two seconds to learn how to say somebody's. That's why she scammed y'all asses. But that's you know that's somebody else's podcast. Hill to die. <laughs> that is not Stephanie. <laughs> I don't care. So I'm sorry. Hills to die on. I'm sorry. That's somebody else's. They can they can pull that little red leg and I will have not. at it. Have at it, baby. So uh, I think. <laughs> we have a show, Samaj. 
Not sandwich. Or sandwich. Or sandwich. Or sandwich. Sandwich. I can't. What? What? Yeah. Sandwich. S'mores. Smudgeum. Smush. Smudge. Smash. I'm just blinking. I'm just going to keep blinking. That's just, that is the name of the show. Show title. I'm just blinking. <laughs> List goes. So. Sima J. Sima J. Simja. Sim J. I can that, go on about how many ways my name has been it, mispronounced. It's so crazy that just like you're still going on, but we have a show. I'm excited. Smash. This is this is an episode. Of course, we could not start Whole Food Month without Whole Food Full. Whole Food number one. Full number one. Samaj, <laughs> get his name right, bitch. But first, Samaj, thank you for being here. I appreciate you being thank here. Thank you for inviting me. Um, I'm so gung ho about your show. I'm like, thank I can't you. wait to be there. I'll probably be there season two, y'all. I don't know what's gonna happen. Oh no, He's you're so definitely busy. coming season two. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. We start filming season two in two weeks. <laughs> so, if Let I me get my season two in my in my in my um crayon case because Supercent was in that um last night at, at the live and Homegirl set up a coupon code that took forty percent off and Mama took advantage because I don't think she sent an email out about this. She literally nope. did it in the in the comments of an ig live and i said and i just happened to see it i'm like for the oh, real this fans, works. for the people for my people if you're here if you caught it if you know you know right and i was like i finally can get my box of crowns because every time i'm like oh i'm gonna get it at a sale it's always sold out and i was like bitch i made it i was like it's been like two or three years in the making at this point wow so i'm very excited love that very excited so yeah um <laughs> i gotta get my juvia's place or crayon case or whatever i put on my face because mama's yeah. gonna beat the face it's just not today i beat it for Tari- Tari's birthday because that's that's my boo thing yes. so i gotta be there um so please samaj tell everybody how they can find you while we are in waiting on pins and needles until <laughs> me colon i am debuts yes so First, before you follow me, make sure you follow Stephanie at the Mocha Minutes at Sunny Torta at Sunshine Grams. So do that first, okay? This I'm podcast is about women. Plugging me. <laughs> this podcast is about women supporting women. And remember, for the first probably thirty seconds of your life before you were even born, you were a woman. So literally, that's everybody. Women supporting <laughs> women. That's another podcast coming in the future. But mm-hmm. you can find and follow me if you wanna come off your chariot and throw tomatoes with me you can find me on twitter at samaj xcx no h there so s-e-m-a-j-x-c-x i'm a big huge charlie xcx fan if you don't know her get into her love that girl and then on mm-hmm. instagram you can find me at samaj with an h so s-e-m-a-j the word with the word and and h and i will be more than happy to continue this convo with you and get into some mesh yeah because he he be all up and down on Twitter streets and he be on Instagram streets. He be on the the House of Clubs. He he definitely be in there. Running behind he, Stephanie on the House he, of Clubs because she picks the best rooms. Running behind like, Stephanie. Child, it's like not staying out of girls' so folks' business. Typically, I'll be in the rooms tonight, but baby, oh god. I'm Actually, just, right now we're supposed hey. to be on Instagram um, supporting our podcast sisters, Donnie 
and Quinn and yes! Anthony and the Hamlets because I believe they're all live right now. They are. It's like, know that pod is switching to having no that pod live Instagrams. You're doing like, a lot. This is, they got lives. They have the great. blogs now. They got the blog, the blogs, the, the blogs. <laughs> and then the episode twice well, a week. You know what? That is inspiring me that I want to start having Mocha Minutes live. I'm like, I got to gotta get this together i might have to talk to my uncle red aka pj call unc, call unc, come on do it. my uncle red i know his head i know his head not red no more y'all but that's my uncle red forever 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 that's my boo thing forever, so ever for never never y'all this has been a <laughs> minutes podcast i appreciate y'all Woo! listening um i will be back next week for another whole fool to shop with me y'all are missing this dance that i'm getting i ain't gotta pay for this dance free dances i don't even have to throw no singles honey i have to do it but i'll be back next week y'all bye why are we constantly talking to black women as if black women are the wrong thing and that's what ties the technique that B. Simone is using into shame. And she's not the first one to do this. There is a long history of industries, of black media industries, using shame pointed at black women as tools of consumerism. Steve Harvey has made an entire brand off of shaming black women, sold books, sold TV shows made himself very wealthy off of stigmatizing shame towards black women. We, you can live your whole life by the textbook. And then if you have the nerve to still be single in your 30s, there are other people in the black community telling you that you are worthless. We've become so used to the overuse of shame that a Kevin Samuels is allowed to flourish because people justify